Pat Boyd, good to talk to you, Pat, and I know you're out busy, busy this morning because as I was actually coming into the studio this morning quite early, I found a person out uh, just outside the ring road in Kilkenny, out uh, picking the rubbish out of the out of the uh, ditches along the way. So clearly, it's a never-ending job for you and your colleagues in Keep Kilkenny Beautiful to look after our city. Uh, thanks very much for having me on, Nicky. Thank you very much. Uh, do you mind me asking you what road was that you it were was, coming in? It, it was out the Dunmore Road, in fairness, okay. and, and I was very impressed. Now, regularly as I'm uh, as I'm heading in and out of the studio here on Saturday mornings, I do see people in uh, yellow jackets uh, picking up rubbish, and I, I admire them and I applaud them for it. And it's people like that and yourself is why our city continues to win awards, Tidy Town Awards and Eyeball Awards and such awards. Yeah, thanks very much, Nicky. Yeah, there's a, there's an awful lot of people involved, and um, uh, you know, there's great uh, pride of place in Kilkenny, and uh, you know, we're really kind of there's an awful lot of people conscious of how well we do in the eyeball competition, uh, and and um, you know, there's a, there is a big focus on on uh, keeping the city as clean as we can. Like, I mean, it really is uh, it really is kind of a spotless. It's quite hard to find litter at the moment and hence uh, you'll find people out on the approach roads and uh, and everywhere doing their little bit like Yeah, what know. drives people like that Pat because uh, we all have interest in various things but uh, hey, I mean it does take a little bit of work to get up on a Saturday morning is probably a lot of the times when they when they can do this there's probably less traffic around and it's safer what drives people to do this Pat? Um well, I, uh, Nikki, you know, there's no doubt about it. There's a there's a huge increase in the uh, uh, in the environmental awareness, and uh, what's been happening really unknown to us, I suppose. Um, uh, and really, it's all kind of you know, like we're beginning to see now just. Uh, you know, the impact that humans have on the environment and we have to just think about it a little more and some people like to take a bit of action to try and uh, uh, kind of improve things or kind of minimise our impact. So I'd imagine that, uh, you know, the motive for most of our members, uh, our KKB members anyway, is definitely, you know, to, um, you know, anything we can do to help improve the environment for ourselves, you know, and, and Kilkenny because... Uh, you know, we, we strongly believe that uh, a healthy environment is uh, conducive to good health and better health. Yeah, well, of course, we should acknowledge that you get plenty of help from the local authority as well. They, they, they're, oh, they're, they're, they're excellent in, in assisting you. And indeed, you were recently crowned a biodiversity champion. And indeed, in that space, Kilkenny Local Authority, authority have a strong biodiversity program. And we've, we've had people on this program talking about it. Yeah, I just to acknowledge first what you said there, Nicky. We do have a very strong local authority program in Kilkenny, and like we very seldom actually pick in the city centre at all. We might do a, an old graveyard from time to time, but really it is out on the ring road and the approach roads, and you know the tidiness and and, and cleanliness of the inner city. It's very much down to the county council. Um, uh, uh, crest street cleaning crews you know they do, they, there's huge resources and they do a wonderful job and they've great pride in their job And, and um, but back to uh, what you said on our biodiversity program yeah we have a very um, we have a very uh, a good biodiversity program and um, you know I suppose it's incumbent on me now as um, 
biodiversity, uh, the St. Patrick's Day biodiversity champion. That came as a bit of a surprise. No, no uh, pressure there, Pat. No pressure now. <laughs> <laughs> that came as a bit of a surprise, um, uh, Nicky. But sure, uh, I have to kind of, I have to start to use it now uh, to highlight, um, you know, the, uh, the the biodiversity crisis because, like, there is a crisis, Nicky. You know, I mean, we we have ninety nine bumblebees. Um, species in this country and um, uh, one third of those are actually in danger. They're in danger of extinction, you know. So... Um and to, to explain to our listeners now, those who wouldn't nece- those who wouldn't directly be involved in di- biodiversity programs like yourselves, how can the ordinary listener, the ordinary person living in Kilkenny City or County, how could they play their part, Pat, in supporting the biodiversity program that uh, you and your colleagues are are, are managing? Well, like we have, we we have several actions within our program, and like you know, unfortunately at the moment there's no group or team um, kind of activities yet because of the restrictions of of the COVID lockdown. But um, you know, we we um, uh, you know, if everybody can just in their own garden or you know in their own hurling pitch and in their own community green area. If they can protect uh, the pollinator plants and encourage uh, native hedgerows and encourage encourage native tree planting, and to leave wild areas, to leave why always leave some wild areas so the pollinators, uh, the bees can, um, you know, so they can nest and uh, that the, that there's enough food for them, and uh, just be conscious, just be think of just think of the insects uh, because you know the birds depend on them and. Um, uh, that's where it starts really with the pollinators so you know just just uh, you know when you're when you're you know tending to your garden or maintaining your garden try and just keep a, a mind on, on as many keeping as many native species and pollinator friendly uh, species as, as as you can in the garden and that's for all times of the year like not just the summer you know of so, course well, I, I, I came across the, the, the slogan on, actually, I think it was on the KBB website, don't mow the lawn, support black and amber diversity. So when it comes to uh, mowing your lawn, Pat, we're all uh, getting out with our, um, with our um, uh, lawnmowers now at the moment, cutting the place. You're saying, and I'm getting a lot of messages saying, don't mow the lawn. You might just explain what you mean by that. Well, there's an awful lot of benefits from not cutting grass, Nicky. Uh, at all, but uh, if you are going to cut grass, um, uh, not to cut it maybe until May. Um, you know there is a like uh, come April and through the end of April, there is an awful shortage of uh, food of, of, of pollinator uh, plants and nectar for bees, and one of the richest sources of it is actually the dandelion. And um, so, you know, for the bees to get through that period. Uh, in April is very important that there's enough food there for them and um, so you know it, it is it's very important if we could just hold off on on cutting the grass uh, if you are cutting grass um, to, to hold off until the um, until May or, or until the end of April okay. better, better again if you can uh, if you don't cut it at all until the end of the year and when you do cut it then lift it uh, so by that way, you're decreasing the fertility in your soil, which favours wild flowers, native wild flowers, and you'll see a big boom in in the amount of diversity of wild flowers in your 
in your grass area then next year. Pat, you spoke about the uh, invasive species being a big crisis of our time, I saw you. How big an issue is that around Kilkenny? And, and would the ordinary ordinary person who mightn't understand what you're talking about, would they know when an invasive species has entered their garden or their field or wherever it might be? Well, it depends on where you're living and it depends on what habitats, like certain habitats are different, are, 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 are threatened uh, by different um, invasive species. Like, so the river habitat and, or the riparian environment uh, is, um, like that's under threat from uh, a number of invasive uh, species, plants, Himalayan balsam and uh, the giant hogweed mainly. And um, uh those plants, you see, they, they they grow very tall and they create a, a, a canopy. And uh, what they do then, the, the canopy blocks out the light to the natural native um, uh, bankside vegetation. And um, so, like, if that's allowed to get established um, in a, on a river bank or in a damp area, what happens is the native species die away, Nikki. And the native species are what the are what the native animals have evolved with. So their food dies away well, as well. But more importantly, just on the river again and the Himalayan balsam, um, uh, what happens then, because they're an annual plant, they die back every October, um, and so does their root structure. And as, as I said to you earlier, all the native plants now are gone. Uh, so there's nothing actually binding the bank together. So, sure. um there's no buffer zone betwe- between the, uh, nor is there a, a natural buffer zone between the fields and the river. That's gone as well. So you have a huge potential increase in the amount of runoff from the land. And that's probably one of the biggest sources of pollution we have on our rivers. Yep. So when you get all that extra sediment in the river, it reduces uh, the spawning potential for the salmon and the trout. And so... Um, you know, it can potentially sure. kill our rivers. Pat, uh, two things just before we let you go there, because I know you're busy now this morning. The the Norvision project. I had Morris Keane on this program talking about the Norvision project, and yeah. and uh, we know that water quality continues to be a major issue. So y- yeah. you're involved with the Norvision project as well, and uh, I can see a lot of good coming from that. Yeah, well, the Norvision is uh, set up. It's a leader program. Uh, so uh, and a leader initiative, and and it's over the four counties of Tipperary, Kilkenny, Carlow, and um, t- Tipperary, Kilkenny, Carlow. Oh, Leash! Yeah, How could yeah. I forget Leash? Yeah. So because uh, all those counties, the north, the whole catchment, all the tributaries, you know, there's a little bit in each of those, and obviously most in Kilkenny. So all the leaders are funding this program. And uh, I suppose what it's about at the end of the day, uh, Nikki, it's part of the River Basin Management Plan, uh, the, the, the National River Basin Management Plan, whereby each river basin, like the Nore, right, has an actual uh, management structure like, uh, and, and, uh, uh, to, to manage uh, the river. And um, so that's what Norvision is about, is, is about eventually setting up a river trust 
that will, uh, you know, uh, the, a, a river trust that will the, 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 that will uh, protect and conserve and develop uh, the river for the, you know, for everyone's uh, benefit. Of course, and, uh, uh, and wildlife as well. Of yeah, course. and finally, Pat, we mentioned the local authority earlier in our chat, and yes. of course, we see now where there's a new biodiversity park being proposed out there in Dunmore at the site of the uh, old dump. There's a number of other activities being planned for there as well. But I imagine you and indeed every one of us must be delighted to see that a dump can be converted into an area of amenity and uh, where people can learn about biodiversity and I suppose the the whole climate change and the whole issues that are coming down the line now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and if they can cycle out there along the bleach road beside our uh, beside our heritage uh, swim location uh, and uh, and walk out safely to it as people do in their droves uh, walk out that road. If they can walk out that road safely and cycle out that road to the amenity, it'll be all the better, Nicky. Well, I will be talking to, actually, uh, Councillor Joe Malone in a couple of minutes, and that'll be one of my questions uh, for Joe, because I do know that he has been proposing a cycle lane out to Dunmore, and of course if it's to, to, to get the major benefit that such a diversity park would bring is getting access by foot or by, uh, by bicycle would be the Absolutely. obvious way of getting there. Well, look, Pat, yeah. I won't. I thank you for taking your time this morning. I know you're a busy man. We We'll check in with you again during the course of this year, maybe in a few months' time, to see how your work is going and to keep it to the forefront of people's minds in Kilkenny because uh, you're to be commended in you and your colleagues in Keep Kilkenny Beautiful on the work you're doing and indeed the awards that you have received are testimony to that dedication and work. So well done and uh, thanks for talking to us this morning. Thank you very much, Nicky. A pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Joe, thank you for uh, joining us this morning. No bother, Nicky. Thank you for having yeah. me. And I suppose, Joe, we should first of all maybe talk on a maybe a very personal thing. This was a, a yep. memorable week for you because um, young Jamie, who was part of our sports team here, he was commissioned an army officer. A huge milestone for the young man, and he's, we send him our best, very best wishes. And indeed, our listener, uh, Jimmy Rowan, has also sent on best wishes to him and uh, to his O'Loughlin Gales colleague, uh, Connor Heary. So a big uh, week for you and Josephine and indeed uh, Malone and Kerwin families. That's right, Nicky. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah, you got his development started with all Lachlan Gales and and uh, primary schools and that. But and then yourselves and community radio in Kenny City over a number of years ago. And it uh, came to pass on Thursday. He was commissioned into the, the defence forces uh, as an army officer. It's a, it's a brilliant achievement for him. And I have a brother still over there in the barracks beyond, and I served myself for 30 years as a private soldier, and proud of that, and delighted for Jamie. And the other, there's five from Kilkenny, who commissioned Jamie, and three others from the from the city, and a, a girl down from Pilltown as well, and it's great. And it was on last um it's on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I was watching the ceremony all right because yeah. you had tipped me off about it and uh, yeah. I suppose Joe it, it often is the case in families that's my own family are testament to that that uh, yeah. once uh, kind of one gets into the army there tends to be others who will follow and I suppose Jamie got a, a bit experience of army life I suppose from your own involvement and uh, the part you played in various uh, roles within uh, the Defence Forces Yeah and also when he was in transition Mickey, he went over there for a week. I think Connor was actually with him and yeah. young Mickey Butler and, and a few more of them and he, and he enjoyed that week. And that's a testament to the Army Barracks as well, the fact that we have a barracks in Kilkenny, you know, and, and uh, we have a lot of young people, boys and men and women now who are in the Army because of the barracks here and they come from other counties as well and they stay here as well and rear families and that, which is great because the, the barracks over there, I think it's nearly 600 people 
and there is there is great opportunities going to college, doing courses, going overseas, you know, and and it's great for 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 a young person starting off. And I would recommend it, no matter whether it's into the regulars or into the commissions, it doesn't matter, you know. And, and you can build yourself up if you want to. And, and it's great to have the barracks in the city and county, to be honest. Yeah, well, look, we send our very best wishes uh, to Jamie and to Connor and all the other young people who are commissioned. I know that Liam Kelly O'Rourke uh, is looking forward to uh, sitting him down here in front of the studio and uh, having a longer chat. So I leave that to Liam Kelly O'Rourke because there were buddies on that uh, Don's Afternoon Saturday programme, so, so he'll get hold of him sometime. That's where it started, and, and thanks to Liam as well, and yeah. he's doing very well there, he's, and Don and all the team yeah. yourself. And yeah, well, uh, I think, to be fair, uh, it's only right that Liam and Don should uh, get hold of Jamie when time allows and the opportunity allows to bring him in here just for a chat and talk about the, the whole career. Anyway, we'll move on, Joe. We've, yeah. re- we've come through St. Patrick's Day and uh, you were chairman there of the festival. A very different festival this year. Were you happy with the outcome of it and how it turned out into an online uh, system, an online uh, performances? And I saw a number of them. Yes, uh, Nicky would have to be happy, yeah, and it's all down to the great work of the, the committee, but in particular to Marion Flannery, the coordinator, and her team there in Cairns College. The great work that they did and brought people on board and okay, St. Patrick's Day Kenny is normally a local but he went international this time and I believe the reviews are, are very good online and it's up on YouTube now as well as I, I think yes, it is, people yeah. are watching it and it's great and sure look at when we come out of the, the pandemic level 5 come down the, the levels we hope to see people nationally and internationally coming to Kilkenny and, and that parade played a major part in it of course the, the, the goal next year would be to back out on the streets but we, that's for another day yeah well, it was great work done by everybody and, and I thank all the, the volunteers and all the people that put an effort into it and they got great coverage and for that yeah, we it's, very it's great. amazing given the circumstances I mean it mm. was a spectacular success I know Marion was very much to the forefront there so we say well done to everybody there Joe as you're aware I had Pat Boyd on this morning and he, we were talking about various uh, particular initiatives that he's involved in as part of Keep Kilkenny Beautiful the new chairman but I suppose specifically from yourself and I know you're, you've been working with Pat the Biodiversity Park and Dunmore I, I, I must say that's a tremendous development but clearly um, getting out there is going to be key so a cycle way or a, or a footpath way and I know that you have mentioned this before that's key and how, how possible is that uh, Joe? Sure it's possible Nicky it's not impossible but it's going to like in fairness to Tim Butler and his team in County Hall and Ian Gardner, they have spoken to the TII, Transport Infrastructure Ireland, national body, and they're over our national routes. It's on a national route, I think it's in 77. But there's a lot of things can happen, and I've said it many times in the local paper and, and to yourselves, that um, the people in Dunmore Village feel cut off from the rest of the city. You can't, I would not encourage anybody to go on that road walking or cycling or, or jogging because it's too dangerous. And for this biodiversity part to work, it can open up the whole north of the county, the uh, Conaghy's and the uh, Castle Comers, there's Downey's, Ballyragget, uh, uh, Muckley, and if we had a bus park, Mickey, out there in the community centre somewhere, people can park the car, we can, uh, cars, whatever, come in on the bus, or else, or else maybe a, a bike system that they can come in and out as well on that road and get it lit up and on. Because we have it on, on most of the other approach roads. I actually walked this morning up by Bally, out the Ballycallan Road by Kilcreen and that's coming on great and all this is and up to Tenny Park which is brilliant so I'd love to see it happening and it can happen and I think if the will is there the people out there want it we all want it I was out there I was listening to Pat by there for a minute I was out there yesterday or sorry Patrick's Day and last Sunday and the amount of people out there now that are going out there to the weir 
walk and cycle and jog and swim and canoe and fish and everything. And that road is going to will not be able for all the traffic that's going to be on it. It's a brilliant um, idea the biodiversity park. We all are looking forward to it. But I think we need to have the jewel in the crown that's going to be to get there is to get the footpaths. But is it, is it possible maybe that instead of the main road uh, that the people could possibly use the, the, the bleach road and that something can be done there as an alternative to the main road? Because obviously there's issues with the main road as we all know that, I mean, it's currently been very difficult the last couple of uh, last week or so while they were upgrading the uh, the roadway. Yeah, and I think some of the people out there actually thought that they were putting in the footpath, but unfortunately no. But um, Nicky, the Bleach Road has its problems as yeah, well of course, with, with flooding. Yeah. You know, as you know well, and and that's another thing we have to be careful. I mean, we won't be, I hope, not allowing buses out there because it's too dangerous. And it's a great amazement we have it here. We're so lucky in Kilkenny what we have, and the great council and people like Pat Boyd and uh, and Sean Leahy from KKB before him, and and Sean Hickey and and um, all, all the Elaine Bradshaw, all these great volunteers that that are out there. Like, as we speak, there's young and old people out, older people out on the ring roads, brought roads to Kilkenny City today, picking up papers for KKB, doing it for the community. And that can only be a positive. But this biodiversity park is going to be great, but we need, the, the, the final piece of the jigsaw has to be the Dunmore facility out the Dunmore Road. What's the road. sort of a rough timeline you, you, you would expect in terms of the amenity park as distinct from getting access to it, which is uh, an issue that's supposed to uh, transport for Ireland have an involvement in that, of course. But in terms of when it might possibly come on board, what's, your, uh, what's the timeline that you're being told about? The biodiversity park itself? Yeah. I'd say over the next couple of years. I wouldn't yeah. be definitive on it, but over the next couple of years and, and everything seems to be there. The plans are drawn up the whole lot. And I'd be often, as I said, out that way now as well, walking up the Mass Pass up to Dunmore, the old dump entrance. And it's going to be a fantastic facility for for young people, for families. And everything now is about biodiversity. And we're all we're all only learning. Only yesterday I got something in the door from the County Council, Pollinator Friendly Management of Sports Clubs. They're going to ask sports clubs now to have is it the biodiversity we say last year Nicky they started in the last couple of years on the approach roads the grass the grass wasn't be, being cut and of course people were ringing me and other councillors to get a cut and we ring the council and they say it's biodiversity is only at certain times of the year and that's good and we have to we have to go on that and it's good for young people as well to learn about nature and that as well and I see I got another thing which is good for younger people making a, ba- a barn owl box how to guide all their sure. steps for younger people in order through the, the men's shed and that bird watch Ireland. It's all good. Joe, not too far away from where we are located at the moment, there's been numerous attacks on the city bus service. It's been uh, very much in local media and has been covered here as well. Uh, it, it, we, we're struggling to get get uh, grips with that, and it's not a tolerable situation for the safety of the drivers and indeed passengers who are on that bus service, because the bus service has been a spectacular success. It has been a spectacular success, and unfortunately, over the last couple of months, we had a few attacks. And, and Nicky, I could say a lot about it, and I have to be careful, but I will say this. It's down to the parents at the end of the day to know where their young people are, where their children are. They're the ones that are responsible for their children, and yep. they need to know where they are, and there's not going to be separate. Now, I know the, the Gardaí are onto it. You know, and I even had a case there myself in the last couple of nights of a, a man attacked in his own home, you know, and the door broken and windows broken and to be fair to the guards, they had two patrol cars 
and they are observing now, and, and they will be caught. You know, and, and it cannot be accepted, cannot be tolerated. If anybody has any information, go straight to the guards, or they ring the guard, and the guards, unfortunately, now have to patrol the buses. And that's not that's not their job. They shouldn't be doing that. You know, in order for safety of people travelling, it's not fair on the on the drivers, for anybody that's that's using that. But I would ask the question: Where are the parents in all of this? Yeah, but, but it's certainly no. It's not tolerable anymore. I think there has to be. Uh, there has something has to happen here because there'll be a, there'll be a serious incident in there one day. Yeah. They, they are serious incidents, but they'll even be more serious. Joe, when it um, when it comes to the the nurses recently, I had I had Martin Prendeville on one day. I was doing Kilkenny today, and he was we were t- chatting about the different funding that's come into Kilkenny to uh, push on the Abbey Quarter and also upgrading the streetscapes in Kilkenny. Uh, we're at a point in time now where uh, where funding is now coming on board, the local authority will also be coming up with some uh, funding as well so we're in a very positive spot as regards the Abbey Quarter development but I suppose the big issue here is can we do anything about uh, getting in an educational foothold into that spot? Yeah that's the hope to get some kind of a hub Nicky down at, um, at the brewery site, I suppose the, the university proposed for the South East won't be coming here and Mary Hilda Cabin and Peter Clear, who would be well rehearsed on all of this, spoke at a meeting there lately. But we would like to get some kind of, of a facility here for third level students. Yeah, and and there, there is, I know, a lot of things going on behind the scenes. And that brewery site down there is taking its time, and that I don't have a problem with. I always maintain that it takes time and get it right. We only get one opportunity and get what we can into it. And hopefully, we get a, an education hub into it in the not-too-distant future, like for the southeast, because Wexford is going to get something in Carlo and Waterford, and hopefully ourselves as well. Tipperary have a part of the university over there as well in Turles, so hopefully we'll get something, yeah. Yeah, just a couple of things before I let you go, Joe. Obviously, with COVID-19, the whole business, uh, business in Kilkenny, they've been hugely affected, and Clearly, the local authority is going to have uh, is going to be pl- left with some big issues to address, like the maybe permanency of one-way streets. There's issues come around rates and around parking. So, I get the whole issue of vacant properties. There's a lot of uh, things on the agenda now that are difficult to deal with now because the pandemic is ongoing. But they're not going to go away. They're not going to go, go away, and they're going to, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I think I, I think it's Wednesday we have. Uh, municipal district meeting about those issues that you've just raised Nicky and the one way and the, all the vacant um, premises and all unfortunately and it's sad and strolls around not just Kilkenny the businesses that closed last year will never open again you know and it's, it's, it's sad and I just would appeal to people when, when we do get off the ground again whenever it'll be slow enough or whenever we get back that people will shop local support all the local businesses because they've gone through hell they've gone through hell and back as they say you know, and the council are very good, and so the law and um, the national government as well, in terms of funding and, and and low rates and the PUP and all that. But at the end of the day, these people are going to survive. We're going to have to support. Absolutely. Them. And last question for you, Joe. This time every year, you would be probably well in the throes of planning a trip to Medjugorje. So clearly, that's not on the radar at the moment. So uh, that's a little bit of a change for you from year on year, where you've been going there every year or every second year. Nicky, I was the gold next Thursday. <laughs> well, ima- well, imagine, well, imagine that. I didn't realise it. I knew it was around now, but I wasn't yeah. 100% sure. Yeah, but the, the big one in August with the young people, yeah, it's tough that, no, we, we definitely won't. And, 
and hopefully we'll we, we'll um, get there maybe maybe next year now. But just before I finish, Nicky, if I have a second, but you know, like how people are coping with um, with the lockdown and one thing, another. Myself, I, I would have a good strong faith, and I think we need it in this time. But for one thing, I've noticed then um, over the last twelve months or more. People out on the roads walking them out myself. I've lost nearly two and a half stones since last August. But we say people out walking and jogging. It's brilliant to see people out. And I think it's, it's, it's part of it that people will get out and do something different. Because, like in fairness, I never would have done what I've done in the last 12 months in terms of my weight. Only that with the lockdown. And you're, out and you're meeting people and you're chatting to people. And, 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 and that's so important. And, and Medjugorje will come back again, Nicky. I have no, I have no doubt as well. And yeah, we, and of course, it is a difficult time for people of faith at the moment. And we have Father Willie coming on now with Spirit Alive. It is a very difficult time that they're not able to get into uh, the, the, their live uh, ceremonies, uh, masses or other ceremonies. It is, and, and, and it's tough on all people. And, and you're saying Father Willie's coming on there. It's tough on him as a priest. It's tough on everybody, you know. And like we say, going around and visiting people and giving the sacraments and not being allowed into houses and people dying. And, you know, and I know how important it is for older people, even younger people, to, to have their faith and express it and, and, and that. But look, it's a level five. We have to go by the rules and, you know, and I'm not going to get into the debate about it now whether it should or shouldn't. But definitely, hopefully, over the next couple of weeks, we'll be back in, in, in churches, non-denominations, in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. And... Reduce sizes, and, and we'll have to respect that. And fair play to all the, the priests and everybody that do do their best for everyone. And you know, it's tough on people with funerals. As yeah, well. well, I think that's been probably one of the the, the toughest areas of, of all is funerals. It's so and even so weddings. emotional. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I have a friend is at the corner off three times already. So look, at hopefully this year now we'll we'll, we'll get back on track on, on a lot of stuff. But we're we're going to be in it for a long time and. You know, even for young people, and the lives that the children are back in school, and I'd like to see young people back in hurling clubs and soccer clubs and doing what they like, do best and, sure. and all. So hopefully. All right, Joe. Well, look, it's a pleasure talking to you as always, Joe, and uh, you take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for your time, Nicky. Okay, see take you. care of you.